Thank you for being here. Welcome to the Small Worlds Podcast, designed to explore frameworks of love, purpose, and connection. Um, life is good, though. I want y'all to see that life is great. Um, your life is great, too. Have a good time, man. Have some fun. Having fun is okay. Um, get some love in your life, whether that be another person or just loving yourself, man. Love is good. Spread love. Spread love. I'm out of here. I'll be back. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Small Worlds Podcast. We are here. This is a special season to be in just for some context. I have been marinating on the thought of having some special guest here with me, and we are manifesting that today. And I know heading into 2021, a, a huge word that came to mind about what I wanted this year to be what was collaboration. And it's hard given the pandemic, hard um, when you're not really supposed to be with people. But we are safe today, and we are held by love. But I have probably one of my favorite people in the world sitting right across from me. I have Jen on the podcast. Say what's good, Jen. Hello. <laughs> Indeed, in front of you, across from you. Yes, Hi. yes. Um, so we're here. I mean, we're just here to have our open conversation mm -hmm. um, with, and we have some themes in mind as well. But before we dive into that, I could give an introduction to Jen, but I'm going to put her on the spot right now. Oh, for you shoot. to tell me and the world, who are you? Who are you, Jen? Uh, and take as much space or as little space as you would like before we dive into this. Mm, okay, a question that always sends me reeling. And I would have loved to hear your intro me instead. But um, I don't know. I am 21 years old and have been in the Bay Area my whole life. I am in my last semester at UC Berkeley, mm -hmm. um, where I got to overlap <laughs> timelines with Yanni for a bit. Um, I don't know. I am making a big mess. I like to write and um, dance when Yanni's involved, <laughs> and I'm formally studying chemistry, and I think we'll continue to do so for some time, it seems. Um, but yes, what else? I don't know. I'm the oldest of six. I think that changes mm. my life outlook quite a bit. And yes, out of order bio. I'll yeah. stop there for now. I don't think there's a fixated way we should introduce ourselves, but that was perfect. Um, <laughs> I would have said the same things. And I'm happy that you led with some objective truths about yourself in terms of the activities you engage with, because I have some questions for that as well. But Okay. The prompt, so I, uh, to give some more context, I gave Jen a post-it note in Sharpie, and while I made her coffee, I, <laughs> asked it, I asked her to write three things that's on her mind and heart currently. Um, we'll share that in a bit, mm -hmm. but I also mentioned that I was going to prompt her with something, and I was going to do it in real time. Okay. So this is the moment, but because this is a Mac Miller inspired mm -hmm. podcast so shout out to mac miller um i would just say do you have a favorite mac miller moment line song reference that you could share 
and take as much time or as little time as you need. Definitely. It's me sitting in your apartment and then his tiny desk going in between. And he's just, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Banter. Banter, banter, <laughs> yeah. banter. Yes, I think that's, I don't know. Uh, maybe it will lead into the words that I wrote in, but I think that is, I'm very moved how he carried himself in that situation. And there was just so much joy in there. It has yeah. stuck to me and it's a memory I tie to you too. So easy. That's my answer. I love it. That is in my front pocket for memories as well. And if you haven't seen that tiny desk, please do, because I believe it's actually one of the last live concerts Mm. and performances um, Mac Miller shared with us before his passing. Um, But it's great to hear that this may lead into your words, because I think that's where we're going to head next to. Um, This episode's all about words, for sure, because I'm speaking with a writer. She has said so herself. I didn't introduce her as it, so this is what we're working (laughs) with. But Jen, do you care to share what words you wrote? And given, like, I don't know what she wrote, so we'll see. We'll go with the flow. What we got here? Okay, do do you want the word and then some, like, rationale or just, like, dumping Um, the words? Dump the words as they are right now, and we'll see. All right. I wrote precarity, Mm -hmm. conviction, and flux, as in being in flux, I suppose. Yes. Okay. Yes, I don't want to use up all three words. I love it. These three words sound like very standalone words mm. and not your common everyday language, too, at least for me, yeah, which maybe, is great. Maybe, maybe. So, yes, let's dive into that. And again, the prompt was just to share some like three words that came to your mind um, when thinking about like what's relevant to you in this moment, what's on your heart. Um, so if you want to share with me and everyone listening, like why, why those words today? See, well, I don't know. I think we are coming together at a funny time. And then I I remember I told you that life seems kind of at a pause, like, um, almost categorically, like, uh, plans, (laughs) maybe plans for what to do with my life after quote unquote undergrad, but um i don't know since a year ago like not to reference pandemic but like i think hmm, in many ways like it feels like i'm slowly um mourning or processing like what's been lost or what's ending but the future is not here yet and so Mm -hmm. it's an interesting um place to i think definitely in the in-between of two um things that would be easy to point out with like what's happening or like what's uh I guess concrete things in my life so I think figuring out how to hold myself in that in between has been interesting and I think then um yes in a class I'm taking currently um my professor Jen Hoffer she uh, or they mentioned um precarity as a place to stand and I think that's a beautiful sentence yeah. and I think I'm trying to do that um, in terms of not waiting to be at an end point um, mm-hmm. to I guess be self-actualized maybe and um, I think with writing in words it's often the same thing like it's not really waiting till you have the exact words or really know what to say but maybe how do you hold yourself so that you can be self-actualized I guess like in the in the in-between so that's where precarity is and i think yeah. conviction is always in the air mm-hmm. with that um so maybe i'll just put them together yeah i think flex too i think they all go together in that sense like i know that i'm technically transitioning at this moment but mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know um i think i've spent a lot of time being in wait about that just because i know something very 
tangible is on the horizon. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's not here yet. So, you know, what to do about that? What to do until then? Yeah, yeah. Watching things turn turn past tense is also wild. I think we've all, I don't know, been blinking at that for a bit. I know that you have been. Right. Truly. It's been a transition for you too. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that's my attempt at the prompt (laughs) yeah i think you aced the prompt with an a plus for sure and i mean (laughs) like even list even hearing you kind of list that out um as well like we we are definitely going to be talking about in betweens a little bit um but what i've noticed a lot you know in our relationship and see the way you write um and also express and, and make sense of the world too oftentimes i think ideas that may not seem like they reconcile each other on paper ideas that may be paradoxical um on surface level oftentimes like meet each other in harmony too so so like Mm -hmm. just kind of hearing what i hearing what you just mentioned like this idea of this pandemic may be representing like the longest pause of like ever and yet um this idea of standing too with precarity and you know just not standing idle but self-actualization looking inward um, I bet like, you know, if people have journeyed on the podcast with this or, you know, mm-hmm. at least taking the past year to kind of reevaluate the sense of purpose, um, maybe we're not really moving anywhere, but we're moving in ch- like we're moving somewhere developmentally, mm-hmm. um, whether that's spiritually or mentally um, or just in the relationships we hold by ourselves or with, like other people. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I can easily see someone being like, wait, what do you mean pause? But like you're also doing things and like <laughs> it's cool. Like but now also you have this tangible piece ahead of you that you're looking forward to and um, I know we talked about this a little bit today but the sense of like maybe pursuing I'm not going to name the things but like x y and z but being in the sense that like the pandemic has dragged on so long it's like are these things worth it to pursue oh yeah right because like it seems like we're in this state of idleness but also like it's also not forever and the confusing Mm -hmm. thing is like when is this end date and now that I'm saying this out loud, it kind of speaks to like what I'm getting from you as a writer um, and how writing is used in the sense of like not necessarily ever getting to an end point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely want to hear some of your thoughts about this in a bit. Um, but it seems like oftentimes in the world of like art and content creation, and putting things out, um, there seems to be this desire for everyone to like see things the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, see writing the same way see a song and understand it and like have the same vibe whereas I know particularly with you um, especially with your writing your articulation your storytelling it seems to like make people think in a way that's just like oh what is Jen trying to say but then it's also like how does this make me think about like my own actualized experiences mm-hmm. as well um, so to kind of connect all of that I actually have three prompts oh boy. <laughs> for Jen <laughs> Um, and if you all didn't know with the podcast, my usual routine is to take a sticky note and write the three first questions that come to mind or prompts, and Mm. then just to speak off the dome (laughs) from there. Um, but as Jen mentioned earlier, she is a writer, probably my favorite writer. Um, and she reminds me to continue to write, um, when I can, but also (laughs) read poetry. And yeah, you should definitely follow her on Instagram when you get the chance. We'll drop the handle in a bit. Oh my god, okay. But as we transition into the main substance of all of this, I have a two-part question for you. Okay. And that first question is, why writing? And the follow-up is, what pushes this generation towards or away from using 
writing as an extension of oneself. Hmm. Okay, I will start with the first one. Easy to chill Yeah. Um, I definitely don't write because I have the like. I'm making the claim that I have something to say. I feel like that is wow. um something that made me not want to for a long time. I think there's a lot of and to go back to the three words like conviction and saying like um oh I like I write listen to me <laughs> like yeah. you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not good with like thesis or you know um uh cohesive statements like that or um, being so declarative I think I write or what draws me towards writing is um I guess it's like the closest thing uh I think it embraces maybe ironically just the failure of language or just a lot. Um, it It's a good terrain for me to, I guess, process, but also I think more than process, just like refined possibility. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think my writing isn't very structured, nor am I looking at it as like a, I want to create um, beautiful things for the sake of. Like, I don't think I have like lived certain experiences and think like how can I make something of this um that I could frame or something like that um but I do think it is sort of like the terrain for me to just place what has occurred or like what I'm seeing or like what I'm feeling and then like um let things emerge from there or I feel like to um I don't know. I feel maybe I'm more of an open person or like, Mm -hmm. I don't think open in the sense that I can tell you what's happening to me, but I think open in that I, I aim to live transparently in that, like, I I hope it's visible in how I live, like what matters to me and also like what process I'm like, I think I um, am comfy with being seen in process because I think that's where I can be best seen. I'm not often at endpoints, I think. Yeah. So I think writing embraces that for me um, to give a messy answer. Um, but what would drive a generation? Is it to or away from mm-hmm. writing, especially um, as like just a medium, you know? And yeah, you know, you mentioned that like, so far, like this sense of like if I could put an object, it sounds almost as if writing can serve like as a mirror, or also like a sea that you continually come back to water. Mm-hmm. Um, like with a plant, there's never like I won. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> Even when the plant looks healthy, like you still have to go back to that plant. Mm-hmm. Um, so like there is no endpoint. Like you are not an endpoint, and I, I love how you phrase that because I think I, I chose the second question too because I felt like I don't see a lot of writers, at least nowadays, with like TikTok and social media, <laughs> like less access for like the everyday millennial to like where can I tap into like writing of, of people of my age too. Mm. So kind of going into seeing what like your take is on I all see. of that too. Hmm. I think my take is maybe it can be specific to me. Like, I I definitely think there's nothing wrong um, with approaching writing because it's like I have something to say. And like, you know, I like lifting voices that is like, um, I think at a baseline, one of the easiest things to name about um, what's beautiful in in putting pen to paper. Um, But yeah, maybe I would name (laughs) out of my own experience. Mm -hmm. I think that's the very notion that might drive me away from writing. It's like, oh, like, do I have to wait for something to say? Or do I have to wait for me to understand what I've been through to begin to put words to it? Yeah. Um, And yeah, I guess like what is reigniting this medium for me is the realization that I I don't have to. I guess that's like standing on precarity, right? Um, 
I feel like to stop viewing my words as summation and telling and more yeah. as like residue and evidence, yeah. um, which has been cool and liberating because otherwise I don't think I'd say much, you know, yeah. I'm not sure of many things um, and to that degree. Um, yeah, maybe. But I think that's um, in that sense, I feel like um, that form or like I think we all have access to that in many ways I don't know um in that same class we talked about like how ideas exist before you have the words for them so Mm -hmm. I feel like we have Mm -hmm. access to that um in all of our creative practices or all of our like moments of introspect for you I feel like you have 10 (laughs) when you dance you know your eye and your uh photography and your vlogging I see like it all um it's all evidence it's all residue of like what what honors where you've been um, and honors your sensitivity. Right. I think that's what, um, yeah, something I want for all of us, like, yeah. I guess. Like, how do we hold our sensitivity? Um, embrace that. Yeah. No. That's my first pass <laughs> at the two prompts. <laughs> I know. I, I love you it. Any because, <laughs> I mean, it's great to, like, literally hear you articulate that right in front of me because I feel like I am, like, the very like at the very essence of what you're talking about with regards to the other end of the spectrum, which is me waiting to write because uh, for context, mm-hmm. like I took a poetry class with Jen <laughs> in college and I, I love writing. I love sharing. Um, and especially like as a mover, um, usually I find not even songs that have the lyrics, but songs that have the composition of expressing how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I dance so much to feel liberated and it's the state of like, now I'm kind of connecting the dots in terms of what I see um, the experiences are between like you, you know, definitely using writing like all the time. Like I love it um, for sure. And for me to like go to the park and film, mm-hmm. like I have an idea formulated, but I don't know what I'm actually doing this for. <laughs> yes. Right yes. now, like now I'm starting to see like what the residue means, like what it is to just share like the in-between part of my life. Like, Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I don't know, like, what I want to get out of this dance or out of, like, sharing this, but I know this is, like, what I'm going through right now, mm-hmm. right? So it doesn't have to have a period. It doesn't need to be a summation of, like, past successes and traumas. Like, this is just where I am, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's kind of just, like, the revisiting of, like, oh, did you, like, make sure you water the plant today or, like, give the <laughs> plant some sunlight? Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's super dope. And then, you know, also thinking about writing, too, like... I haven't written since that college class because I felt like my approach to writing and what I thought writing was, at least what I've internalized is that you have to have something that people want to like listen to or, mm-hmm. or read or understand, right? In the sphere of like, why put in the work, right? And, and, and put pen to paper, finger to like keyboard <laughs> just to kind of get ideas out, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think it's tough, especially as someone who does too much content creation um, to not think about engagement or like interactions or impact Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right and you know this this podcast is always grounded in mac because i think he he's grounded in a lot of what we've discussed um you know i didn't know him but i think in the music i don't i think he couldn't have imagined the amount of lives he would impact with his story Mm -hmm. right and i think that's the residue we're talking about like i'm not living his story but he has devoted enough in between like enough time to explore the in-betweens of his life Mm-hmm. To a point where it now becomes translatable and accessible. And mm-hmm. that's, I could like relate to it. And I don't need to be like famous. I don't need to be a rapper to understand like what emotions are, what human emotions are. 
for sure. So I think that's like another A plus for that. That's hot. Oh wow. Yes. You know I I'm love still it. in college. You're giving me grades. This is this is actually perfect because I'm happy you brought this the words up. So we we've we've come across the words in between and I just wanna say like at least this phrase is a phrase that I think really resonates with how I perceive Jen. Oh, for sure. I'm a huge fan of non-binary thinking, like attacking dichotomy and always exploring like a third option or just never settling for like a defining moment, if that makes sense. <laughs> so what I have for you is is kind of thinking about the future, which might be ironic because, you know, we're always like, oh, like, you know, like I have no endpoint. But <laughs> yes. because you do have some tangibilities in your future and it seems like also this pause of a pandemic seems to slowly be coming to an end point with like vaccinations hmm. and now people are like dining in person in X, in X, Y, and Z. Um, but centering the conversation on yourself, how do you envision life ahead as it pertains to opacity and in-betweens? Oh my gosh. Okay, I definitely need to think about that. Yeah. I feel like the immediate like tone that washes over me is a lot of resignation, which is maybe <laughs> showing my cards for how life has been so far. Um, but I think part of that is, uh, I don't know, I feel I work um, very hard in life just to arrive where I started. Like, you know, like, wow. you know, just in terms, it's not even just like, not in levels of attainment at all. Um, Cause I'm not good at aiming at those, but I guess like in terms of like, process or like simple truths i think um my dad is cute he doesn't say many things um when i'm like going through it emotionally but he's like jen love is simple you know and i feel like i do many things i like try to like i think that's an example of something that like you see from many angles and different situations in life and then you just arrive back to the thing like look i'm with yanni love is simple you know Mm -hmm. and so i think that um that seems to be the texture of life so far. And when I think of the future, I think a lot of me is resigned knowing this is not going to stop. You know, I, yeah. I feel like maybe it'll be like that. Um, hmm. That's an initial thought in tone. Yeah. Can I fire at you? I will yeah. continue to think. Do you have any thoughts before I continue to dig? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, well, let's see. I also feel like the question could have been phrased differently too, but thinking just like um, of maybe like where do you feel like the, because you bring up the words like opacity in betweens, grayness, right? Mm -hmm. All these, all these like manifestations of everything that's in between like the black and white um, being certain and just being like unknown, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just a special place to be in because I know something I preach, especially with relationships, is it like sometimes it sucks to be in an in-between state, primarily mm-hmm. like in like a romantic relationship <laughs> of not knowing because you're in this indefinite moment of pause Oh yeah, where you yeah. have hope, you have visions for the future of what you want, maybe what you want with someone else, but you don't know when that's going to come mm-hmm. as well. But there's these also in-betweens that are sweet where it's just like I'm living life. And I actually don't know what's ahead, but it's like not stressing me out too. Oh, yeah. Um, so do you feel like there's any pockets in your life, whether it be in writing, in your career, or just like a really meta like mental state of how you just see like, you know, this, it seems like it's very rooted in you. Like mm. even in your response to this question, there's not like an end date or like this end goal. People are like, 
oh, like when I'm 26, I want to do this. When I'm 30, I want to be married and have kids. But oh, like yeah. in every response and in, in outside of this conversation too, it goes <laughs> back to what you just said. I always find myself back where I am. And I think mm. the subtleties under that is obviously, right, um, you know, with, with precarity that you mentioned, it's just standing, but it's like, no, we're standing, but like what's happening that people can't really see. And that's obviously growth, development, mm. new lessons, maybe bridges being burned, flowers being rooted. Um, and, and just with that, like, where do you see like all of this continuing to sustain maybe this mindset or approach to like life, of, you know, the, in, the in-betweens being in- inevitable for you? Yeah, I think a reason, maybe something that I, I feel like is like, um, maybe framing it that way, I feel honors your humanity, you know what I mean? Or just like honors your, um, it makes me feel small in good ways. I feel like something I thought of, which might not be a direct answer to the question, but I Mm. guess like in, um, like claiming your right to opacity or just like in, um, maybe validating your, like, I guess, how do I, 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 something I'm thinking about now is, like, how do I hold all of this, like, um, like, hopes for the future or, like, that might not be here yet or just, like, things that have happened that I'm, I'm not finished processing yet. Um, I think realizing that I can't wait for all of it to make sense or stop mm-hmm. moving before I, I can stop moving too. So I feel like what I've slowly been trying to do is, like, find what my footholds are. And maybe those mm. aren't the things that seem to be changing even over time. Like, um, I don't know, like what makes me feel alive. And <laughs> oftentimes that is like um, seeing the people that I care about or um, hmm, making good messes in terms of words and sometimes mm. in movement. Um, but I don't know. I think life doesn't quite teach you how to find your footholds. Um and sometimes I, I, yeah, maybe that's another thing. I feel like I work very hard just to like end up, you know, um, standing on the same things. Yeah. But uh, I guess it's important because um, I don't know. I do think that I've spent a lot of my life just kind of like waiting for everything to stop moving before I keep going. Like, oh, like I want this to make sense to me. Like what has happened or like what, why do, um, I don't know. Oftentimes when I, feel a certain way or like I I think I'm sad like I there's not a lot of clear causation to those things and Mm -hmm. I've always been like you know I don't understand why I can't like give a plot line to Mm -hmm. my my emotions or my life or things like that um and I don't know I think that's still something I'm still trying to honor but um I think that I I realize I also can't stop like moving you know I don't know I think not in the sense that I need to be productive but um I think some to go back to writing um in a very simple sense it honors that I'm I always have access to a generative side of me and I don't mean generative in the sense of like being able to create or attain but um something that's still sensitive yeah maybe that is a word yeah do you have I don't know any footholds I guess or like things that you stand on um irrespective of i guess if you're in flux or in transition or yeah. well, i wonder what those are for you right <laughs> hefty question I maybe. Know. <laughs> I know. let's see um i'm like processing a lot about what i like about your response too no. <laughs> and yeah i mean i'll just say this first like one thing i really appreciate is how um 
you also define your terms. Like with, with generative two, I feel like there's this there's this idea and the way that you are with words and how you present too, that um, people could be presumptuous about what you mean by things. So like generative oh, yeah. too, right? But not in the sense of just like obtaining or having this tangible thing, which goes back to like, oh, we're back where we are. And it seems like the tone is always like the sense of inwardness or something that's just non-tangible or non-linear as mm -hmm. well. I mean, so just thinking about, I think where I also sit with the question or the prompt, um, I think the same way you brought up that your dad made it said like love is not that complicated. Yeah. Right. And now we're on episode 20 and I've talked about like love and purpose so many times. And I think you can also find pockets and put episodes against each other. It could be like, dude, you're saying so many different <laughs> things. And it's, it's so interesting because I, I feel like I'm going to continue being in that place. Mm -hmm. That's my mm -hmm, in between mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to have moments where love is super simple and to be in moments where love and purpose and like that why factor is the, the most complicated thing. Like, like you mentioned, like thinking about the causation of like terrible things that happen in our life and how we're, sometimes it could be hard to move on when we haven't got the closure of things and we just need an answer yeah. at the same time. But when you kind of just the sense of surrenderance and, and to feel small, right? Mm -hmm. Wow. What a good name for a podcast. <laughs> um, it's just like it, it's like these lessons are in orbit around us. Mm, and what's, yes. what's coming to my recollection right now is just. Um, you know, I think I mentioned this to a few folks, but after graduating, I feel like the learning curve or how I see learning starts to plateau. Um, and it's not like I'm taking in new information. It's like I'm getting hit with a different lesson, but I've seen the lesson, like I've seen the yes. lesson before. Mm -hmm. It's just presenting it. It took a different experience to present itself or remind me why it's important, which is I, which is why I think it's super cool. So that's why I could be critical sometimes where I'm listening to like, other like music or like talks about like motivational speakers and, and this goes back I think to what we're talking about at the beginning writing it's like it's hard to write because in my head I'm like there's only so many words in the world right like who <laughs> hasn't heard like that one love song that talks about like the same story of the same plot line like yeah. it just has a different instrumental and it could be discouraging to like feel like I could use words but when I think about time and place of when certain words hit or structure or just placements of, of all these different pieces um i realize it's a lot more it can be more complex than i thought mm. as well so it's just it's i think at the end of the day like it, it like being in betweens i think outside of at least romance for now just being in a sense <laughs> of uncertainty and certainty i think for a practical example like i'm certain at least i'm lucky enough and hopefully financially secure enough to know like this new apartment i moved in I'm going to be mm -hmm. here for a minute, but I'm uncertain as to like what my life looks like in a year from now or five years from now, but I'm mm -hmm. also okay with that mm -hmm. too. Um, and, and just to be in this area of like the other in between is I think fluctuating between like bracing and then also surrendering. Uh, yes. And I know that's a conversation we have a lot too. And it's not like, it's not the first time we've told each other this or told ourselves <laughs> this, but I think that's the beauty of like life that like, you're just going to constantly be swinging back and forth uh, and just a matter of checking in like, oh, wait, what state am I in at the moment? You mm -hmm. know, is this new? Is this deeper? Is this complicated? So that's that's kind of where I am. Mm -hmm. um, but I think this is dope. I feel like we've named a lot of things in terms of, you know, opacity, um, not defining things based off summation, just just, you know, checking in with ourselves and using writing as a medium of like liberation and, and also not attainment. It's mm -hmm. just to like, let me put this out there. Um, 
And one thing that Jen and I talked about prior to this, I was kind of teasing her, but she's <laughs> such a creative. I'm inspired for sure. Please check out her writing. Um, but it's no. one thing that's rare because <laughs> I'm obviously putting out so much content. But one word that Jen threw out earlier is the word dream, that she had a dream to do something. I'm not going to name what it is, but I think it's a special thing to hear anyone articulate, like, this is my dream. Hmm. Because to some degree, it seems like an endpoint, right? But it doesn't have to be at all, right? I like It's my dream to be working at the school I work at because I get to work with kids. But within that dream that I'm living right now, like, there's so many things I want to grow in, so many things I can critique. So, but it's, it thing is dope because not a lot of people dream, especially in a pandemic where everything is at pause. If anything, it's just like, let me just deal with the bare minimum and like survive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this last question to kind of cap us off with all of this is what would you say catalyzes the dreamer? Ooh. I saw you hesitate when you wrote this. You were like, should I ask, Jen? Um, Okay. I think that, mm, I don't know, in terms of what we've been talking about with like finding our footholds and um, like what, why why do we hold all of these things in the first place? I feel like a lot of it is uh, evidence of me like trying to, like relearn like how how to feel a lot or like you know what does it mean to live you know I think there are and the times I find those answers often meet me like unsuspecting I feel which is um yeah I I think something that's been very loud for me or that I feel really resensitized to lately um and that's everywhere in like being with you um, and being outside and watching strangers I think that um yeah so maybe I'm in, uh, I don't know maybe it would be too reductionist to name like sources of <laughs> like vitality um but what catalyzed the dreamer I feel like maybe um the the knowing that <laughs> the dreamer must be it's already there mm-hmm. I feel I think in many ways the dreamer is your own sensitivity and allowing that to to bloom. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think the world really teaches us how to live because there are very easy ways, there are easy um, things to grab onto for purpose and they're all, they all lead to attainment, I feel. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, that's a path, I think. But um, I don't know, I, I guess like... I think anything that I've named so far has been like the just personally the mess that I've made in terms of trying to um, like find anything. What do I believe in? What's important to me? What do I care about? What makes me feel alive? And at the end of the day, all that is maybe my like sensitivity and um, just knowing that each of us, everyone has access to that innately. Right. Right. So I suppose we all have a plant um, <laughs> and like... <laughs> And you're always at capacity, I think, to water it. Or sometimes, you know, I think we um, overestimate what it might take to water it. You know, I don't think it's necessarily uh, self-care in the name of like face masks or like Mm -hmm. taking time. Um, I guess it is taking time. But, you know, I think that. Uh, I think I asked you once, like, what is what is your authentic rest look like? Yeah, I was like, I don't know, you know. And so um, that's really specific to your your soul and sensitivity i feel um 
And even now, I don't know. I don't know if I have like tangible answers. Um, But yeah, I think maybe the first thing is the knowing that it's it's like there that's like in you. Um, And I think, um, I don't know, in terms of like, I think the the glimpses I've seen of like love or like real vitality or, you know, like... um, are just are I think when I get to see that and other people like in movement, you know, mm. um, yes, which I see in you all the time, like <laughs> <laughs> in that poetry class, but also like I think you know how you feel, where you feel moved to like put yourself in the world, um, what angle you put the camera when you're filming, mm. you know, just everything like that. I think your your eye for, um, yeah, like where you put yourself in relation to and as part of your world and community i think Mm -hmm. um getting glimpses of that is like very much what catalyzes my dreamer and (laughs) like makes uh reminds me that there's something here like sensitive enough to to see this in you and i think that's um yeah maybe my preemptive answer yes i'd love to know yours if you want to share (laughs) i can take a a try but um i'm totally with it i think I, I'm happy that you didn't answer it in tangibles. I, I didn't expect you to. I think it would like <laughs> wouldn't make sense. Like I don't think there's a tangible to answer this unless you're like super capitalist and you're like, oh, catalyze a dreamer. <laughs> Six figs, you know. You gotta uh, fund the dreamer first. I know. You know super I mean? expensive plants, three mm-hmm. story house. Um, but it's great. I mean, even like the the last pieces you left us on, it seems like not only sensi- sensibility being inevitable, but positionality. Um, and, and how you place yourself with that, within like the foundations of what I think most people, whether they be like kindergarteners or like people in their 80s plus, when you ask them like, like, what do you value most? Most of the time, it's just like family and friends, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And that's a constant that I've witnessed you go through, like being in spaces where um, people are moved by your writing that encourage you to write, spaces where they encourage you to move, um, you know, living home, being with, with a family that just like, I think builds off each other too it's i think those things that are always right in front of us that that have always been there i think the same way you know god like i was telling you today like this is coming together (laughs) i went to church today for the first time in a long time and the thought and the the you know the theme was god hidden in plain sight Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think in terms of you know the pandemic a lot of us have dreams like it takes time for us to really sit back and be like maybe this ain't the job for me you know, mm-hmm. like I've had enough time to kind of be still, to stand is literally in my apartment and be like, what do I want to make out of this life if I could do it, you know, again, if I had access to it. And oftentimes, like it, it also takes a break from like the, this, you know, main American narrative of, of like what it takes to uh, attain that. Right. That's mm-hmm. another word that keeps coming up attainment. And and when I think about like, should I go back to X, Y and Z? Should I go to college to get my grad degree? Mm-hmm. Like, and do all these things and my my first gravity is like well let me look at what like other people's success that like their versions of success that align with my versions of success uh, yeah and that also shoots back to like people who were able to keep close with connect connections with their friends and family and lucky mm-hmm. enough to like make a living off of like what they do whether it be content creation or running like a dope base business that just represents their values. Like mm-hmm. it's hard, but those are the dreamers. Like they made it possible. Um, so, I mean, I'm with that. And I mean, if I could respond to like what catalyzes the dreamer, mm-hmm. 
I, I mean, I feel like dreaming and imagination may go hand in hand, but oftentimes I tell my students, like, can you imagine yourself like in the position that you want to be in? Because if you can't do that, like the world will not practically let you attain whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's just like, you know, you're your biggest obstacle, as cliche as that sounds. Um, but when I think about dreaming, I tell Jen, I told a few people like my dream would be to open up a coffee shop. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's the most down-to-earth thing. Like, my baristas have been my favorite people in my life outside people I know. I think serving people a dope, tasty cup of coffee mm. is great because sometimes it's, like, what starts their day, you know? And and you, it's just a constant, like, revisitation. You know, the same way we revisit writing, revisit, like, dancing, like, at the coffee shop. It's like, oh, Aww. like, what's going on? It's And it's this, it's, revisit- it's revisiting someone with the same drink, but it hits different. <laughs> like a different day a different mood like different your time. love songs i agree right so it's just like these are these two things that doesn't sound like they make sense like simultaneously but there's there's a beauty in how they all just unfold so yeah i wouldn't say there's a long-winded tangible answer on my end i think i just wholeheartedly agree with that um because even with this podcast like mm-hmm. when it birthed i didn't know what i wanted to do <laughs> i just knew i wanted to start Yes. And I think that's why I've been so happy putting this together, like having someone here, like having you as my first guest, <laughs> definitely wouldn't have had anyone else. But like, it was just a seed, right, that I saw I wanted to make possible. And I know practically, it was just like a matter of like safety, but also like <laughs> setting up this microphone in between two people. This is true. And I think it's just, you know, my hope, my hope is whoever's listening to this um, can can tap into what that dreaming can look like. And just take steps really um, to, to manifest it and see it, you know, actualize um, mm-hmm. the same way we talk about self-actualizing. Because um, at the end of the day, I, I care really less about the technicalities of of setting all of this up and like all the numbers. But at the end of the day, it's just like a heart to heart conversation, being able to like connect with folks that mean the most in my life. Like that's the people I'm really hoping to bring on in the next couple of episodes <gasps> too. Yes. Um, to hear talk story because it's it's really our stories that I just think like highlight um, what what good there is in the world and and much overlap we have with people from so much like diverse walks of diverse walks of life as well. So thank mm. you, thank you for sharing. I'm that. honored to be here and with oh man, I'm just going to confirm that the coffee is very good. <laughs> the coffee shop is going to be very good. Yanni put cinnamon just for me. I'm crying. <laughs> she is crying. It's okay. I'm with it. Yes. I'm with it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm happy you enjoy the coffee. Um, and uh, yeah, tapping into my educator herself, you also got an A plus on the last oh, response. Shoot. Yes. So I believe that's three A's. And mm-hmm. I think you've passed the class. Oh. You have officially passed the first collaboration of this <laughs> Small Worlds podcast. We're literally recording on a, on a really small coffee table. <laughs> And we're sitting on the floor just to give you a little scene. But um, yeah, just, I mean, to close out before I wrap it up, I want to hand it off to you. um, If you have any last words you'd like to share with the world, any plugs, any (gasps) handles, any, anything. Oh, man. Um, (laughs) I will begin with tangibles. Uh, I do have a handle. (laughs) That is, yes. Jen and Co. Um, Yes. I don't know. Okay, that's the only thing that I have tangibly to say. I feel like my wish for anyone listening and to the special person in front of me, um, I don't know, is maybe 
I hope that your dreamers catalyze. Um, and I hope that you know that you don't have to wait to do so, I mm. think. I personally never feel alive off of things that I can really name or aim for or say, mm. like, I'm going to work and get it done. And, you know, I think just uh, life comes in maybe you know the little glimmers in your life or I feel like um I don't know maybe vitality can be so fleeting but I hope that um I, I guess my wish for you is that life surprises you today and mm. that um that's something you know you're always you always have access to chasing I think whatever that is um so yes I hope you all water your plants and know that you have at least <laughs> one like solid plant in your life uh, that was like loosely put that's my um, my send off though oh my gosh uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm also storing that in my front pocket um definitely never i think a right time to do anything especially during this long pause we're living in hmm. like jen said um sometimes the days may feel the same but definitely doesn't mean that you have to choose to be the same person and like every day you could wake up um and and, yeah. and just imagine like what what is it that you want to chase and, and manifest you know that we're two individuals here who support you wholeheartedly oh, in that yes. process. Yes. Um, so thank you. Thank you for dreaming with us. Thank you for being here so far on the longest recorded episode of this series. Oh, which, is down. A, which is a huge <laughs> gift. And I'm looking forward to what we have in store next time. But again, my name is Yanni. Oh, my name is Jen. Yes, this is the Small Worlds Podcast, inspired mm-hmm. by Mac. Miller, I wish you the best. Please take care. Water your plants. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Yes. Bye. Peace. <laughs>